Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You are listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show and delighted you've been able to tune in with us yet again for another show. Now, before we do get into today's show, don't forget to like this video and subscribe to the channel if you're watching us on YouTube. And don't forget to hit that notification bell so that YouTube will let you know when the next episode of the Thai Expat Daily Show comes online. Now, if you like listening to us on Podcast Player, there's a link down below in the description, which will take you to a website where all the available podcast players can be found. And finally, if you like the show, if you support the show, if you want to buy me a coffee, you can do so by clicking on the link for buymeacoffee.com down in the description. So now that's all done and dusted. Let's jump into the top five stories doing the rounds here in Thailand today. And we'll start with a rather sad story, but Governor Narangsak dies of cancer at age 55. Patuntani Governor Narangset Asatanakorn, who has ha- who was hailed for his role in coordinating the wild boars rescue operation in Chiang Rai over four years ago, has died after unsuccessful treatment for cancer, according to a senior official of the Interior Ministry. He said Narangsak 58 passed away peacefully at Siraja Hospital at around 6pm on Wednesday. As his superintendent and colleague, I want to convey my deepest condolences to the family of Kunnaran Sak, said the Inter-Permanent Secretary Sutipong Chulcharan. As governor of Chiang Rai in 2018, Naran Sek played a crucial role in coordinating the much-publicized and successful operation to rescue 13 young footballers and their coach from a flooded cave. Naran Sek was later transferred to serve as a governor of Paoyao before moving to Patumtani. He turned down an approach by the Palang Pracharat party to run in the Bangkok gubernatorial election last year before informing the public that he had been diagnosed with cancer. And uh, this man was one of the main architects behind getting these children. So he was actually meant to be moving roles to uh, becoming a governor in another province during this and he cancelled that so he could see this whole rescue effort through. He put in a lot of effort, a lot of hours and made a lot of phone calls to people to get help for these kids. And I, I think one of the things, if you if you look over the time, he was a very stressed man. He never smiled during it and the only time that his smile was finally seen I guess was when that first child came out of the cave he was a genuine man who genuinely cared about getting these kids out and it's very sad to see that you know at 58 years of age he's passed away from cancer I mean you know he's a young man but nevertheless um condolences to his family and uh, may he rest in peace now moving along Phuket fails in its bid to host the specialized expo Thailand has not won its bid for Phuket to host the World Specialized Expo 2728, following the final voting held at the 170th General Assembly of the event organizer, the Bureau International Day Exposition in Paris on June 21st. The BIE announced the winner, Belgrade, in Serbia at 6.24pm Phuket time. Phuket was up against four cities to host the event, Minnesota in the United States, Belgrade in Serbia, Malaga in Spain, and San Carlos de Bariloche in Argentina. I think I've minced that. Thailand secured just 16 votes in the first round of voting, compared with 54 for Serbia, 42 for Spain, 19 for the United States, and 8 for Argentina. The second round of voting saw Thailand secure 15 more votes, compared to 21 for the US, 69 for Serbia, and 48 for Spain. In the final round of voting between Serbia and Spain, Serbia won by securing 81 votes compared with 70 for Spain. The theme proposed by Thailand for the expo was Future of Life, Living in Harmony, Sharing Prosperity, to be held from March 21st to June 20th, 2028. 
Now, in the run-up to the final presentation and vote, Phuket Governor Narang Wonsi in Paris on Friday said it's an honour to be able to present the potential of Phuket as a viable candidate city to host the Specialised Expo 2028, Governor Narang said, adding that Phuket is very much regarded as a world-class tourist destination with over 120 flights arriving on the island from 63 cities each and every day. Phuket has become a second home for many people around the world, so is its allure and popularity, Governor Narong added. High hopes have been piled on Phuket winning the bid to host the expo. The government set aside 4.18 billion baht to host the event, which was to be organised by Thailand's Convention and Exhibition Bureau, the Public Health Ministry, the Foreign Affairs Ministry and related sectors. TCE President Chirat Isanakon late last week said the expo would be a core part of Thailand's plan to promote its health, wellness and medical tourism in Southeast Asia. Phuket hosting the expo was expected to generate up to 50 billion in economic value and attract about 5 million tourists, he added. Phuket hosting the expo was also forecast to create 115,000 jobs on the island and help promote tourism in nearby provinces, he said. Phuket had prepared a 141 rye site at the northern tip of the island to host the Specialised Expo 2028. The future of that site has now not been determined. I don't think it was a real big surprise. And as we said uh, in the last couple of shows, I would have been very surprised if they had gotten the Specialised Expo, mainly just from the simple fact that there is just no transportation system here in Phuket. There's no kind of light rail. There's no real bus system. Everything is really under the control of taxi mafia. So how were they planning to get these 5 million people around? And I'm sure these things were looked upon by the different uh, people who voted on it. I think Phuket also maybe were a little bit naive in believing that they were going to beat some of these other countries such as, you know, America and Serbia when it when it came to the final vote and pay, maybe a little bit misguided too. The idea that they had forecast them winning this and this was going to be their stepping stone for the promotion of Phuket also it seems that's a very odd thing to do when you're you know, you really have very little chance of getting it. I think one of the big things they spoke about when they come when they came to inspect Phuket about this was that the powers that be kind of tried to hide certain areas from them, didn't bring them to Patong, didn't bring them to Kamala, didn't bring them to any other places, kind of had a route for them, showed them only the good parts of the island and left the rest out of it, which, you know, these guys who are coming to inspect the venues will know already, will know most about the transportation systems and other things like that. Now, there was talk about this monorail being built here in Phuket. The last known talk about that was last year when they uh, sent out basically a survey to people about the fairs. And that was the last anybody ever heard about it. It was meant to start this year and finish by 2026. Further details on that now says it could be 2028 or even 2030. So there's no real rush on this government to even have a any form of public transportation that really works for people, a modern form of public transportation. I think that's what's really necessary. This bus, they have a Phuket airport. I mean, it's a crappy looking thing. It's not even a, a new bus. And this is what's shipping tourists around the place. Again, the route of the monorail was just down the center of the island. It didn't service, you know, the beach resorts where people would be going to, such as uh, Kamala, you know, Patong, Kata, Karan, all these areas. It, it didn't service any of these places. It also was another strange thing. But of course, probably because the taxi mafia told them you're not building down here. That's probably what went on. But nevertheless, I think obviously the officials in Phuket will be disappointed they didn't win it. It's not a surprise to me, but I think it's time to move on from that and start to really think about developing Phuket in a sustainable fashion over the next couple of years. Now, moving along as well and keeping on that kind of the topic of tourism, 
but tourism firms cash in on travel boom. No big surprise here, but tourism-related businesses continue to thrive during the first five months of this year, especially foreign currency exchanges, travel agencies, tour guides, restaurants, and hotel resort and condo companies. Now, according to the latest data from the Commerce Ministry Business Development Department, the proportion of newly established businesses related to tourism accounted for 8.1% of the total, up 96% for the period. Businesses involved in foreign exchange currencies registered a 389% increase, followed by travel agency businesses with a 281% increase, while tour guide firms gained 225% and restaurants jumped 67%. Hotel resorts and condo businesses increased by 49% for the period. The growth was attributed to the continuous increase in foreign tourists and the Thai economic recovery, reflected by a rising consumer confidence index, said Tassapone Danasuprata, director general of the department. He said the department expects registration of new businesses to reach 42 to 45,000 entities for the first half of 2023 and 75 to 78,000 entities for the full year. In the first five months, the number of newly established businesses tallied 39,660, a rise of nearly 18% year on year, the highest in a decade. The top three categories for new businesses during the period were general construction, real estate and restaurants, accounting for 7.5%. 7.3 and 4.69 respectively according to the department. So there's no real surprise in any of this. Yes, tourism numbers are up because the country has been reopened after the COVID pandemic. Tourists are now back and flocking to Thailand, especially during the higher part of the season. The outlook for the next high season is very, very good from talking to a lot of hoteliers. Their on-hand bookings right now have putting some hotels at 50-60% and it's only June and this is for the high season. So Phuket is going to be very, very, very busy and expect the price of rooms to increase as it gets busier and busier, of course, demand and supply. But nevertheless, it's great to see Thailand doing better. It's great to see them focused on their tourism industry. Again, it would be nice to see some form of sustainable thinking going on here in relation to the tourism. I mean, Phuket is an example of a very small island, but there's no real plan on how it's to be developed, and hence you get what you get here. But nevertheless, I don't know what you think about it, but I'd love to know down below in the comment section. Now, another strange old story, which happened to me once, by the way, but we'll go through it. Phuket Airport Limo Co-op fined 180000 for tour shop stops. An airport limousine cooperative has been fined about 180000 baht for its drivers stopping at tour shops before delivering passengers to their hotels or other destinations in breach of the terms of its concessions to serve tourists at Phuket International Airport, tourist police have announced. Action against the taxi cooperative was confirmed during a visit to Phuket by Major General Krit Warit, commander of the Tourist Police Region 3. The offending operator was named as Phuket Airport Limousine and Business Service Cooperative Limited, which has an office just south of the airport as the base of its operations. Phuket Police and Tourist Police have also asked for the driver's licenses of the vans and taxi drivers involved to be suspended, reported the Phuket Office of the Public Relations Department. The fines and call to suspend the driver licenses followed officers conducting inspections at 19 sites on the island, including van and taxi kiosks, the report noted. The practice of passenger vans and taxis stopping at roadside tour shops in the hope of selling tours or even have tourists changed their place of accommodation has plagued Phuket tourism image for a decade. It's common knowledge that the tour shops and the driver both receive commissions on any sales made. While in Phuket yesterday, Major General Crit joined meetings with several relevant agencies to find measures to rebuild confidence in safety for tourists. 
At Phuket Airport yesterday morning, General Crit led a meeting joined by Phuket Tourist Police Chief of Immigration at the Phuket Airport, the Saku Police Chief, and Monchai Tanan, the General Manager of the Phuket International Airports of Thailand. The aim of the meeting was described as to integrate and find a solution to the problems of tourists being taken advantage of and not providing convenient service when using tour counter services and the use of public transportation vehicles at Phuket International Airport. Again, this is not an unknown thing. It's not unusual. It's been going on for a long time. Indeed, one of the very first times that I ever came to Thailand, I got into a taxi at the airport and I remember distinctly, I was meant to be going to, I think it was going to Kata and the taxi driver at the time stopped halfway at a tour shop. A woman came out and start trying to sell me tours. Now we were meant to, I, I was a private taxi I'd hired and I was meant to go direct. At the time I was very naive, I didn't really know. I think it was my first or second time to Thailand on a holiday. So, you know, I wasn't overly concerned and I just said no and I don't need any tours. I've already got that sorted and and oh, next question, or do you have a hotel and blah, blah, blah. But I have heard of people going to these places and, you know, asking about tours and saying no and then asking what hotel are you staying at? And they say, well, we're staying at, just say JW Marriott, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they've been told, oh, yeah, you know, that hotel's closed now, you know, and then trying to get them to cancel the reservation because they're saying, oh, the hotel's not open anymore and you can stay here or stay here. And this is the kind of thing that's been going on in Phuket with taxi drivers and with these tour shops near and around the airport for quite a while. So hopefully this kind of fine, though it's a significant amount of money, will hopefully we'll see an end to this practice. I don't think it'll stop completely, but it may be a warning to taxi drivers to kind of you know, stay away from this. I think if you get into a taxi and you want to go from A to B, that's what should be happening. There should be no C, D, E and F stops along the way so that taxi driver can kind of rip you off and whatnot. But yet again, it's all part of the taxi mafia here in Phuket. They do what they want and there's very rarely any repercussions for them. And I wonder, has that happened to you when you've been in Phuket? Have you arrived? Have you ever had it? I'd love to know your experiences down below in that comment section as always. And finally, overstaying Algerian man trying to evade Thai immigration by dressing as a woman was arrested in Bangkok. An Algerian man was arrested in Bangkok for 251 days of overstaying his legal visa after he allegedly tried to dress as a woman in order to avoid Thai immigration officers. Well, fair play to him. Relevant officials from the Bangkok Thai Immigration Office told local news media that earlier this week, they arrested a 38-year-old Algerian man at a housing estate in Bungkum. Officers found that the Algerian man was dressed as a woman before they arrested him. The Algerian man had entered Thailand via Suanapum Airport in 2022, but his visa had expired in October of last year, and he was now on at least 251 days of overstay. The Algerian man admitted to his officers that he dressed as a woman on a regular basis to avoid being identified and arrested for overstay. He was apparently concerned about smart camera technology being utilized in tourist areas to identify overstayers. It was not immediately clear how, despite the disguise, Thai immigration was able to identify and arrest the suspect. The name of the suspect was withheld from Thai media, however. The Thai immigration stated that the man would be deported and sent back to Algeria. And no real surprise here, but I've noticed there has been a sharp increase, and I guess the Thai immigration have been out and about, and they have been tracking down a lot of overstayers here in this country. There's an... an unbelievable amount and I'm not quite sure the logic in their head because one of the things about staying here in Thailand there is a lot of ways to stay here and you know you can do border bounces over and back no problem like in this guy's case his visa expired and he just stayed 
Now he could have done a border bounce. He couldn't. He could have done, you know, uh, a trip to an embassy. Got a tourist visa to keep him for another 60 days or 90 days. There is various other things you could do. I think overstaying is just a lazy approach to everything. And the fact that he obviously seems to have some money, he seems to have, you know, a life. Why on earth would you put it in such jeopardy by overstaying like that? It's a strange situation. I certainly one I would never let myself get into. And I know a lot of you guys out there wouldn't either. But that's it for today, folks. Thanks again for tuning in as always. Have a great day, stay safe, and we'll see you tomorrow. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.